0: Paul, it's really great to be back here. It's great to have you back here in the uh, greater metropolis of Philadelphia. Um, This man has been on a little vacation, a little vacation we all take after a certain occasion. Yeah, some big dynasty life events. Yeah, Marriage, honeymoon, congratulations. Thank you so much. He's one. still married, guys. He came, he's now back from the honeymoon. <laughs> uh, and they are still together, uh, even though he's already spending his time here in the studio with us. Made it almost
1: a, a month. Shout out to the wife supporting the uh, Dynasty is Life podcast. She's
0: great. You got a good one. Cheers, Clay. Cheers. Um, and you know, uh, anyway, that's that. So back to the waiver wire. You, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you, Devin Duvernay, like you gotta explain that one to me. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna hold. You know what? I'll hold you to it after the intro. Okay. Four, three, two, one.
1: My favorite weapon is a tank.
0: I'm gonna open up a bank account just for this and
1: league. Don't question my
0: methods. I was riding the market while I was hot. Take my balls, not my pick. And of course, by work-life balance, you mean dynasty life balance. I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. When your world revolves around fantasy football, dynasty is life. So you have to explain these major life moves that you've made in the last week or so. Okay. Um, not the marriage, the pickup of Devin DuVernay. Sure. Got an alert. It was like 3 a.m., what, like last Tuesday or something? You're what, like in France just looking at Devin DuVernay?
1: Yeah, it was nice because I could see you were the waiver the, Wire you go were, through
0: live. I thought you were going to say it was nice because I was in nice. <laughs> <laughs> Get it's <laughs> Nope. Well done, Paul. Not funny. <laughs> well, um, we're just we're warming <laughs> back up here, folks. The I do jokes know, will return. I to am cultured enough body. to know <laughs> that it's actually called Nice, folks. Don't oh. nah, big dumb football guy. Yeah, okay. Well, that's pronouncing true, these
1: football no. last names is very difficult. You have to become well versed in yeah, culture. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've we're also good.
0: been there. Yeah. So it is quite. Let's nice. not let's not ju- let's not judge a book by its big dumb cover, guys. Okay. <laughs> um, throw and go episode. Just because we got, you know, the rookies are, we did this whole startup. We included them, those rookies in the startup. We're going to come back to you very soon with an actual rookie draft result. And we're probably going to do at least one more mock before that. So we're going to take a little time to look at after all of the offseason changes, the risers and fallers, and we're going to do that with, Another throw and go episode. You Love know? these. Are we going to throw them away or are we, we going to keep them and go, go with them? So we're going to go position by position. Do you want to start us off? I'll yep. do any position you want. Uh, I'm prepared. I've done, when I say I'm prepared, I mean I've done absolutely no preparation for this whatsoever. I just have some names written down.
1: Oh. <laughs> when you know the dynasty landscape as well as you do, you don't need to do a ton of research. You already know who you're targeting what's going on, and who you want to get rid of. Yeah. Let's start with the wide receiver. It's called winging it, folks. Let's start with the wide receiver group. I'm not going to say DuVernay is one of my go-with players, but just (sighs) to respond to your (laughs) questioning of the move, Mm -hmm. it is a questionable move. Right now, basically, people are holding on to waivers with their life because the waivers become almost like a round five and round six of the rookie draft because you can pick up rookies that were undrafted. When I look at the rookies that will probably be undrafted in this class, I like the chances of DuVernay to have a better season than some of those players. The Ravens traded away Hollywood Brown. They didn't draft any receivers. Bateman has been great, but he hasn't done it consistently. He's still learning. I think he's going to have some big weeks. It's not a you know huge splash, but it was a, a waiver-wire move I, I saw that would be Beneficial to my team.
0: You know, you just hating all over my man James Proach the third out of the SMU.
1: I'm not. I'm concerned about him. I'm very concerned. Okay. I was okay. looking at that wide receiver number two slot in Baltimore, and I had to take a dart throw, and I, I went with DuVernay. He made the Pro Bowl last year as a receiver. They know what he can do with the ball in his hands. He might get yeah. some gadget plays. Again, he's not going to be my starting wide receiver number two. But as a fill-in week-to-week, you can have some uh, blow-the-top-off-the-defense games. And uh, I'm here for it. So
0: you're adding some depth. Because I was looking at the Baltimore wide receiver number two position, and I said, whatever sad sack gets that (laughs) position is not going (laughs) to get the ball ever. Um, Just because of how much they run, hopefully. I mean, What are the odds you have three running backs go down with an ACL two years in a row? Sorry, Ravens running backs. I definitely just tore all of your ACLs with that statement. But the point I'm trying to make is it's going to Mark Andrews, you know, the extra targets, I think. I, I think he's going to have just another great tight end season. Yeah, I mean,
1: Hollywood Brown, um, he had a lot of drops, but he was getting the ball thrown to him. He had targets. He yeah. had big plays. He had big splashes. They're going to need to make that up somewhere. I'll give Dever DuVernay a shot. But okay. we spent way too much time on talking about Dever DuVernay so far on this <laughs> podcast, so let's all, move on i'm not hanging also put, my hat on Devin duvernay <laughs> you also
0: we also saw jarvis landry get scooped off waivers which i thought yeah, was, was surprising he was even available i don't know how that happened and then uh i did see you put jerry judy on the trade block so you know with that being said would you like to tell me your throws for the
1: yeah newly newly minted new bag for terry mclaurin uh well done he got paid but I'm still going to throw him away at this point in his career. I don't like Wentz. I don't like the Commanders as a franchise, and I love Jahan Dotson. I think he's not too far behind Terry McLaurin. I think at the rate that McLaurin is going right now and how comfortable people feel with his new contract, I think I could probably get a lesser receiver or a Receiver who's perceived as less and a first for him, and I would probably take that. And I'm going to do my second throwaway receiver with an asterisk. I'm going to throw away Gabriel Davis. He just lit it up in the playoffs, and he is on the Bills' high-octane offense. But in my opinion, that offense goes because of Josh Allen and not because of the skill players around them. I think it is based on Josh Allen. It's based on the system. Give him a week or two to light it up, after the playoffs, he's got two years left on his contract, and people are going to be looking to to try to get him from you. And I think you can get a nice return for Gabriel Davis because I think he's going to be priced out of Buffalo, and I think when he goes elsewhere, he's not going to have that same success. So you're going to look foolish maybe for a year or two, but in the long term, I think you're going to come out on top.
0: Yeah, not a, not a super elite talent, even though – great player training him on hype right now yeah he's in a he's in a system that fits It, it it might not be the best thing if he leaves okay all right all right well hey i mean listen i uh i don't really disagree with either one of those i went a little bit bolder here with who i'm who i'm throwing throwing away and right now um deontay johnson had a great season last year i think the qb change and the talent behind him, I think you're going to see him get overtaken or somehow digress. There's just too many factors out there. Paul
1: right? loves George Pickens. <laughs> 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 I like Chase Claypool too, man. He is a possible go with candidate. I did not write him down, but his stock is down too too far down for my taste.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of how I feel, and, and also. You know, we did see Ben find chemistry with Deontay. Yes. But will Kenny pick it? I just think ultimately I'm going with talent there if I'm picking a guy in that Steelers wide receiver room and I think Claypool's got the most talent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That chemistry you talked about is not to be overlooked.
0: Um, I am also... I'm, I'm... I'm torn between two guys. One guy I've already talked about, so I'm just going to go the other direction, but uh, actually two out of my three here I've already talked about. Um, All right, full disclosure, the names I have written down here, Jerry Judy, Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Brown, Michael Thomas, DJ Chark, Adam Thielen. Okay. Those are all the guys that I'm thinking, I'm looking at this sheet going, if I were to pick two of these, I already said Deontay just because I think he's one of the more bolder, interesting picks. I think I've I've talked about Jerry Judy and Juju and just I'm not high on those guys. Um, so you know, I think AJ Brown's one of the most surprising because I think people are thinking he's gonna really, really ball out on the Eagles. The Eagles are successful when they run the football man yes. and the quarterback is is not, you know, he's not he's not on my go list for quarterbacks. No.
1: Um big target there's a there's a lot of targets to share between not a lot
0: of right and Devonte Devonta smith is elite oh he's so yeah and he's always open yes <laughs> and and quite frankly jalen hurts didn't really get on the ball when he was open most of the time yeah um i mean that guy Devonta smith could have had a hall of fame better than jamar chase rookie season if J- Jalen Smith was an elite quarterback. Yeah, Jalen um, Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Jalen Hurts was an elite quarterback.
1: So, anyways, yeah, I'm not buying the the BFF between Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown as this next big long term <laughs> connection. I
0: worry. I mean, the love. I worry about the love fest because, like, it feels like you know, some Anakin Skywalker shit. Like the the (laughs) love can turn to hate fast when he doesn't get on the ball. Yeah. So, you know, as an Eagles fan, it worries me. (laughs) It's a lot of,
1: it's a lot of pressure on those two. And and I don't see Jalen hurts fulfilling that role. I agree. And and I'm
0: just not buying bounce backs from Michael Thomas or DJ Chark. I don't think like going to the lions helps anybody. And he was so inconsistent to begin with. Um, and there's a lot of competition now, right? With uh, Amon Ra and Jameson Williams, yep. I think the Lions might be looking at, and there and he's on a prove it deal, DJ Chark, right? It's like one year, ten million dollar contract. Yeah, that's I, not an elite receiver contract.
1: I actually looked at him as one of my go with players, just really? because of the situation you're talking about, because his stock is so down, and we've seen him produce. It's a nice chance to maybe get it, um, you know, give him a spot on your roster and see if he can prove himself with that go with tr- contract. We know Jameson Williams is going to be out for a little while. We know defenses are going to be focusing on Amari Ross St. Brown. He might enter himself a little contract. I didn't go with him <laughs> for reasons that you just said, but interesting player. Um, yeah. Let's continue to go down our throw list and then we'll come back around and give you our players that we want to go with. So speaking of throw, who are you throwing away a quarterback?
0: That's an interesting way of doing it you're going to get me riled up with all these negative. Yeah. Uh, and then we come I'm back already. And- I'm already building a graveyard of why wild- I'm sending Michael <laughs> Thomas and DJ chart to the freaking slaughterhouse. Man. Those two guys. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, you're kicking them all. They're, da- they're yeah, down. Their stock yeah. is down. Paul. I'm like, I know I'm like, <laughs> you're burying yeah. them. That's what I'm saying. Like they're, they're wow. on their, they're on their way to, you know, that's
1: an interesting way of looking at, it because when I'm looking at these, uh, go players, I'm usually looking for stock down, but you're putting these, these players
0: all the way down.
1: Sometimes they need to be put down.
0: Yeah, I mean... And, when and I,
1: you can see that very well. You, you're, you've you been very good at, at, at showing I when it. they need to go down versus when I'm like, oh, maybe they still have a little bit of hope. But y- you know when it's time to let them go.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, with Michael Thomas, that's a major injury. You know, the team's... Dream Bree's not there anymore. James Winston throwing the ball. You got... You know, they drafted Chris Olave. Like, they are they're looking towards the future as a team, which usually means they have a pretty accurate evaluation on the guy. It doesn't mean he won't come back and have a good couple of seasons like, yeah. you know, here and there, but from a dynasty perspective, from like a team building perspective,
1: not, not a building block you're taking right now.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, again, it is a little bit of a bolder take. Cause I'm sort of saying when I say I'm sending them to the slaughterhouse, like yeah. that means like, you know, downside of their career, like they've, they've turned to that corner now. And I think, and as young as Chark is with the injury history, I, I think this about him too. I think now they're kind of on that downhill slope. I, I think the same thing's going with with Thielen, so, yeah.
1: I had Thielen on my uh, go-with last time. I think if you're contending, you can steal him away for, for not a lot, and he'll put up some big weeks. But I do understand the rebuild throwing him away. Last question before we move on to quarterbacks. Michael Thomas is on your roster. What do you need to let him go? What kind of package... Do you need, as a trade offer, for you to feel comfortable letting him go
0: right now? Give me two seconds. I'd probably let Michael Thomas go for two seconds. That's fair. You That's know, fair. hasn't played in a year. Approaching 30. He's 29 right now. Approaching 30. Um. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I think that'd be a fair offer. Um. Quarterback. Yeah, yeah, uh, quarterback. I was just thinking to myself, would I push Juju over that edge too? <laughs> Throw him into the grave with uh, with Thomas and Chark?
1: He's going to have a goofy, weird, good year, and then I think that yeah. Sky Moore and whoever I mean, else he's got,
0: Right, he's got Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball, so he's, he's got to do something.
1: Yeah, good coaching, good system. He came <laughs> from the Steelers, good coaching, good system. I mean, he's he's... Put in great situations so uh he's done well but if he tries to get a big contract with say the lions or the jaguars or one of these teams and they identify him as a, a superstar i agree with you that uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna uh, fail could blow up yeah
0: um i can't yeah. take the
1: suspense anymore paul what quarterbacks are you getting rid of <laughs> please tell me
0: oh man well Definitely. Uh, I'm <laughs> listen. I'm done with this, this show I'm done with this clown. I'm done with this freaking clown, Deshaun Watson. I'm done with him. Like, stop, Cleveland. What are uh, we? What are Cleveland, we? Ugh. What are we doing? Ugh. I mean, I. I all at the same time, I can't blame them. Like, you're what uh, information did they have or not have that? Made it. He's gonna sit for another year at least. Like yeah. you have to sit him out a year. Um, new disciplinarian in place. Like it doesn't help anything. You know now you don't know what you're now you're in ambiguous waters if you're the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing him away because I'm sick of freaking hearing about it. a guy hasn't played football in so goddamn long. Like, yeah, agreed. You know, but. Uh, that could be bad because, you know, maybe if you're like really in a rebuild and you can get them on the cheap, that might be a move to make, but I'm just see. like, at this point, it's a tired story. Yeah. It's, I'm so done with it. You, I can't even mentally, like, <laughs> I, I feel so bad for everybody that owns this guy. Yeah. Like, that's just, I if you if you owned him and you got and you dropped him at the beginning of this on principle, good for you. Seriously, you know you saved yourself the headache. If he comes back, what twelve months from today, fifteen months from today, when football season and, and he plays and he plays well, good for whoever the hell. And he's him a up what in, like, a, a top twelve quarterback, maybe after all these years off. It's
1: not worth the trouble.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's really not. So I'm anyway throwing him away. Um, with nearly the same vigor, you can just like, you know, make like a little snowball out of Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz <laughs> and just take the bottom half of the useless half of the NFC East next year, crunch it all together and, and flush it down the freaking toilet. <laughs> I don't think we have anything, anything good. I don't think anything good's coming out of either one of them. Um, a lot of people thinking, oh, new system, Carson Wentz, blah, blah, blah Terry McLaurin, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's Carson Wentz. Like, unless he magically decides that he's going to devote his all of his time again to learning football and the system fits, then he's not going to be good. And the guy just all of a sudden one day decided to wake up and stop giving a shit. So... That's my uh, expert analysis on Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, The Daniel Jones experiment. I mean, everyone's like, oh, you know, he's got a good coach now. He's got a decent team around him and an offensive line. Like, he has no excuse. I've heard you
1: praise Jones here and there and Brian
0: Dabble. I like Brian Dabble. Yeah. Um, Mainly for his dashing good looks. (laughs) But... I do think, you know, if there's anybody that can get anything out of him, it's him. Yep. I just don't think he's going to get anything out of him. Okay. I, I Blood know, from a stone. Yeah. I, I like the Daniel Jones, like, sneaky run ability. It's, it's kind of nice for the Giants. In fantasy, more than for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the one thing the Giants have going for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with, with him. Um, or, you know, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. All right. Um, yeah. The other one that uh guy that I hate to, I hate to take this on the chin a little bit, but Trey Lance, I think if Trey Lance was the guy and was showing what he needed to show in terms of knowledge of an offense and ability to anticipate and get the, get the reads right. A guy like Kyle Shanahan is going to recognize that pretty early on. He would have played last year. Yeah. He would have played. And, Andor, or you know played last year and or they would have officially moved on from garoppolo hmm. so you think
1: that some of the garoppolo not being traded is on the 49ers hesitation to hand the keys over to trey lance yeah wow
0: i think so okay i think they're gonna go to i think they will go into this season with garoppolo starting if he's on the roster wow i think so i, I don't mean, see I, that i just i feel like if it was gonna happen differently you would be
1: they would have given him away for whatever. Like, if you're ready to give it to Lance, like, you would just give him away for, you know, a, f- a fifth-round pick or something. Like, you wouldn't be holding on for great value if you knew you had right. the franchise uh, quarterback. Yeah,
0: because you, I mean, you clear so much cap space that just what you can do with that roster money to mm. improve around him is, wow. pretty, is pretty serious. That's a
1: really good go or throwaway because he has a lot of hype. People are offering... Big trade packages for Trey Lance right now. Kyle Shanahan has been shown to get the most out of maybe quarterbacks that are yeah. not even as talented, and this guy's talent is off the charts.
0: So. And, if, and if and if Lance was really good, I also don't think Debo's questioning his return as much. Mm. Uh, Paul's picking
1: up some breadcrumbs over in there practice, in San Francisco. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, if this guy's in practice lighting shit up, yeah. you think Debo, Sam- Debo Samuel's, like putting up a hissy fit about re-signing so much and all that you know
1: he did say he would follow jimmy garoppolo wherever he gets traded yeah he did he did wow my mind is blown because uh i was excited for lance so uh i got some you know skeptical thoughts
0: crawling through my brain right now right when before i put pieced all of that together i did you offered me some trades for lance too well i was also you know i'm not gonna lie if i to if I was motivated by the fact that he's on your team and if I blow up his <laughs> spot and his value, then maybe it uh it, it would hurt your ability to to, okay. to come back and win. But all
1: right. Well, you know, Paul's about himself right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm for you, the listeners. That's why I'm here. I want to help your team. I'm not about my team. Yeah. So my throwaway I've gotten a lot more selfish over the last <laughs> couple of weeks, guys. Hey, my, my my throwaway players, uh one not surprising at all, one maybe more surprising, not surprising he's a starter right now I don't think he's going to be a starter forever his accuracy was really good at the end of last season Tyreek Hill is hyping him up so he's got a little momentum rolling with the new coach who's an offensive genius if you can get something for him right now absolutely go get it he's not going to crack the top seven or eight where you want your quarterback to be so if there's somebody who's hyping the Dolphins get what you can for him there's so many good quarterbacks coming out next year Draft one of them in the second or third round, you're going to get somebody as good as Tua. And maybe that's even catch, a good point. Yeah, you can catch somebody else too. Now, the one that I'm more or people might be more surprised about is uh Joe Burrow, especially huh. in, le- in leagues where it's a four point passing touchdown. Then I would definitely be throwing him away. Uh, he is you know hype trained all the way up. Um, incredible season, most accurate passer in the league. You know, the reason that he's on the throwaway is because of all these things, because of what you can get for him. Regression
0: to the mean, you think? No,
1: I don't think he's going to regress. I just think that there's a little bit of risk with him because he's such a hard-nosed player, um, and he has already blown out his knee once. I just think that there is a little risk that he's, you know, this, like, legend and this, like, you know, a la Derrick Rose, a la some of these players who are just so elite at the beginning of the career, and stuff catches up with them. The Bengals as an organization have proven to not take care of their talent over time.
0: You're listen, crazy.
1: Yes. You're crazy. Listen, listen, listen. Joe Joe Cool got this, bro. He does. He's got this. He's got this, and he's going to be a top player for as long as he's in, but the hype train is so high right now. I think that you can capitalize on some of this. You know, his weapons are around him. They're all signed. They're there. Everything looks perfect. And those are the times when you want to trade away players, not when they're down in the dust and you can bring them back up or away from the So a high
0: price, what, what's the price?
1: In uh, super flex, whew, uh, you know, maybe two firsts and a, a second, plus another quarterback that I'm maybe a little like higher a, on the a, most. Right, like you know, a like – a,
0: like a tr- 12 know, to 20 ranked guy.
1: Exactly. That I think can make a come up in a one quarterback league. You know, it's not that high. Maybe um, a, 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 a first, a back end first for a back end first. And again, I,
0: I he mean, doesn't have rushing. There's yards. not that many elite quarterbacks though, right? Like if you're talking about Joe Burrow and you're just looking at, you're looking at like where quarterbacks finished last year. Like there is sort of a drop off after you know a certain point and he's absolutely in that elite tier at
1: such a young age with
0: those guys right like i want to say like it's four it's so he's got he had 398 fantasy points it's really like right there that 400 threshold where you've Mm -hmm. got like eight guys that are above that and then it goes down to like by like 25 points and then 25 points like the next position and, and it's a pretty big drop right so yes he, he's at the he's bottom elite. of that right he, he's
1: elite and he's young so he's going to come up and probably get closer to the top i'm just saying but in yeah, certain, no, it makes sense right, in certain right now, leagues yeah when the quarterback is not as valuable as in you know maybe a super flex league with the hype he had the season he had the jamar chase hype this legendary status he's building you can get a haul and find a quarterback that's maybe a little bit under him, but those other pieces you get just make your dynasty roster so strong for, for, for a long time. So, yeah. Um, again, this is not saying that he's going to be bad. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I'm just saying it's a time to capitalize if you have another. say you have Burrow and Herbert or, you know, you, you have another quarterback that's going to be good. Um, I just think that you can get a haul right now maybe even more than you could get when he actually is that elite quarterback just because the hype is so high.
0: Yeah, I would say one of the if you're going to do that listen to the go segment for quarterbacks because you're going to want to target some guys who are on the come up as part of that return, right? So anyways, keep going. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's uh let's get into running back uh for my throwaways. Uh I think both of these are probably not as surprising we go with Leonard Fournette. He just got a three-year contract. I think this is probably his last season <laughs> as being a Bell cow. Um, they just drafted another running back. I see the Bucks going into a rebuild. Rashad White, yeah, eventually. So, yeah, he's great. Keep him. You know, if you're trying to win a championship, if you're in a rebuild, absolutely take what you can get for him and uh, don't look back.
0: What do you? What do you? Giving up for Lenny, if you're adding him to a championship squad, or what? Do you I mean, do I'm throwing him him away right if now. You have him?
1: If if I if I'm looking to win a championship this year, you know, if somebody wants to give him up for a third round. If if they're looking for a couple thirds and maybe a younger running back, I would do that. Um, if they're looking for a second. You know, I might take my second round pick and, and look elsewhere and see what, see what else I can get.
0: Interesting, RB six. Yeah, Gosh, that's your RB six.
1: Yeah, um, and the other one I'm going to throw away, <laughs> Balls Boy, C Mac. Um, this might be the last chance to get the Christian McCaffrey Hall of multiple firsts. I know he's going to be good again. These throwaway players are not players that I'm saying are going to be bad. I'm just saying that their stock is at a point where you want to capitalize. Paul is shaking his head at me saying, don't let him go. Don't let him go. I know if I'm winning the championship this year, I'm holding him. But if I'm in any type of rebuild, give me everything you got. Highest bidder, C-Mac is gone.
0: You can't let Christian McCaffrey go for anything less than two firsts.
1: Two firsts and a, a young running back yeah and even that feels stingy
0: i mean you weren't getting you almost are better off holding on holding on to him like he can't the odds that he has a worse season than what he had last the last two years is slim to none at age 26 with the style of running the pass catching you know, when he plays a game, he's a guaranteed 20 points. There's no other f- player like that in fantasy. Yeah. So there, there's... Yeah, that's, t- that's a tough one.
1: But can he hold that up, Listen, especially the on the Panthers?
0: Right, well, right. I mean, he still has yet to take the field and not hold that up. It's about availability. Best ability is availability. And He
1: hasn't been available.
0: And he hasn't been available. So anyway... Lesson is that's why you handcuff fellows. That's what we're going to do here. We're going to handcuff.
1: Or you just leave the
0: Panthers um, all together. <laughs> or, you know, you could have them be in your flex spot, which. Uh, that's a luxury is right there. the roster is fucking stacked. So yeah. anyway.
1: It's like a Lamborghini. <clears throat> <now. laughs>
0: um, yeah, I am. Uh, all Dolphins running backs. <laughs> um, the entire Dolphins running back room has to has to go. Um, we're throwing we're throw, throwing that away. Um, Cordero Patterson, I don't think I don't think Cordero Patterson repeats. Um, Derrick Henry, I think Derrick Henry. This is the start of the decline. When your team goes out and drafts a guy in the top 150, Hassan Haskins. It's not a great sign. You know, he was drafted towards the end of that, like one pick I was it was like pick 121, something sure. like that, fourth, fifth round. Um but still, you know, for a running back, that's kind of equivalent to like second, third round just because of when running backs get taken. Yeah. So you're looking at like a like a second, third round talent in you know, Hassan Haskins. And um is it uh, Hilliard? Also, is a look looks like he signed there. So they did let Foreman go to the Panthers. Um. Anyway, yeah, I'm 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 thinking those guys. Obviously, Michael Carter. I mean, listen, if you don't know about Beast Brees, the Beast, <laughs> he's coming in to take that job. Like, sucks for Michael Carter. He'll catch some passes and some balls, but you know, if you were previously counting on Michael Carter to be a one of your top two running backs, don't count on that anymore. Yeah, that's not a good position to be in. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Anyways. Um,
1: <laughs> for tight end, I think that we probably are going to have some of the same answers. Um, I'm going to start with our own hometown, Dallas Goddard. Uh, there's a lot of targets or sorry, There's not a lot of targets, and there's a lot of people that need to be fed targets. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. As we talked about, their strength is their offensive line and their pass catchers.
0: That offensive line is so good.
1: It is so good. and yeah. uh, I'm
0: worried that the Eagles have such a good team around this guy that they're never going to realize how bad he is. They will. They,
1: <laughs> they moved on from Wentz like when other people didn't see it yet. I trust Howie to move on from Hurts if, if necessary. So, I think Goddard is somebody that I'd look to trade right now. He finished as, uh, or he's being drafted as a top five, top six tight end. And I think you can find value in other places. And given his talent and his youth, uh, I would trade him away for uh, a second and a younger tight end that I think is going to come up. And I'm going to trade away George Kittle right now um, for all the reasons we just said. Uh, He's got an injury history, he's got his. uh, He did
0: miss a lot of games.
1: Yeah. He's so. He's so elite, though. Yeah, he's elite. He's got his uh, tight end uh, camp thing that he does where he's kind of like this, you know, the the leader of the brotherhood and the, and, and the tight, tight end. Tight end you. Yeah, tight end you, exactly. So uh, I think maybe eventually that becomes his thing rather than, um, you know, being this elite tight end and he, he's helping mentor younger guys. He's just got an injury history. Um, he's got an interesting offense, I don't see him any I don't see him anymore being like the focal point and there's so much hype so much talent I think you can get a haul right now and in the next two or three years you're not going to get that same haul so move now while his stock is still high
0: yeah I am I'm going Dawson Knox mm. um because which is, this just this frustrates me to be honest. That was and my it, throwaway last time, Dawson Knox. Was it? Yeah, right. And then, then he had a tremendous season. No, no, this was po- this was po- this oh, was well, off season okay. throwaway. Yeah, okay, yep. okay. after his tremendous season. <laughs> All right, yeah, because I'm with you on that. I mean, and I'm mostly because of what the Bills have done. I mean, the Bills drafted uh, Windermeyer, uh, who I like a lot actually, and they brought OJ Howard in. So it kind of shows you there's not a lot of faith there which I'm kind of wondering what's going on I also you know I think Dale, Darren Waller is gonna regress a little bit from that top tier um was a little bit frustrating to own last year and I just think you know Devonta adams Devonta Adams coming in and and being that guy with Derek Carr. I also think Hunter Renfro is going to get a lot of targets in that offense as well. Uh he'll be one of my go guys when we do the wide receivers. And uh Noah Fant is my other in the poor guy, you know. <laughs> just missed just just passed Russell Wilson on the highway instead of catching passes from him on the field. Mm. That is uh that's unfortunate Noah um you know the chemistry with Drew Lock I guess it was there but I'm probably I'm probably trying to you know listen if you can buy low on Noah Fan it might not be a low buy if you can afford a season or two of mediocrity um Seattle probably going to find a way to their quarter, to a quarterback next year yeah so you know if you can wait they but, know what they're doing right right exactly um so yeah, those are those are my my uh, my throwaway guys on the on the tight end position. So, we will turn our attentions to a more positive <laughs> vibe. We've been just going down the rabbit hole. I don't like throwing players under the bus so much, but
1: I'm saying their stocks high. You can been, they're they're doing well. You can get lie. you can get it's value for death them. and destruction <laughs> in the whole episode.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to brighten our day. We just talked about Darren Waller and touched on Hunter Renfro, who I think is somebody that we both had on our let's go with this guy. Uh, and I'm not not projecting huge things, but I do think that if you can get him for normal Hunter Renfro value, you'll see maybe a slight uh, return on that coming up next year. Just thinking about how he'll be able to work uh, alongside Adams. I think you're going to be able to you know, you're just going to see the Raiders getting him the ball in space a lot. A lot of PPR points, you know, better PPR than a standard guy. Um, so, yeah, anyways, we've we've now officially turned to that corner and we we're talking go with wide rush receivers. Yes.
1: I mean, Hunter Renfro, the 11th ranked wide receiver in PPR last year. The disrespect. Wow. That he receives in his ADP and his trade value is, is, uh, is wild. And watching him play, he just looks like such a heady receiver. Like he knows where to be. They used him like when they were having injuries on special teams. He knew what to do. He made plays everywhere. He just looks smart, tough nose, great hands, great route runner. And I think that underneath where he lives opens up even more for him with Devonte Adams and Darren Waller.
0: You, you remember when uh like Wes Welker retired and like every like you know little white guy wide receiver that came out after that they were like oh he's the next Wes Welker. He's the next... Hunter Renfro actually might be <laughs> might actually finally be that guy. Yeah, I like uh, him better uh, than like tw- than Welker. Yeah. 12 years later.
1: Um Welker, I mean, I wonder if he's going to hit the Hall of Fame. I don't know what his career numbers are. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't raise that question because I, I don't. I don't yeah. I'm not sure. One out of
0: the four careers that Tom Brady has had in the NFL uh, was pretty much all Westwell,
1: <laughs> and he played on the Broncos with Peyton Manning too. And he, yeah, he was that's right. there.
0: That's right, and he was. You know, Randy Moss was the outside guy. Hey, and I'm, it worked. I'm anyway. in for
1: Renfro. I would trade a first round pick for him. And, really, and, and I'm first.
0: See, I don't know if first.
1: So who would you rather have? Like, who's going to be in the back end of the about, first this year? Yeah, you know, like Sky Moore, Christian Watson. Like, are you so high on those guys that you would take them over Hunter Renfro? I'm taking Hunter Renfro on the Raiders with Derek Carr,
0: um, McDaniels, proven. I'm just a sadist, sadistically egotistical bastard and think that I would find somebody better.
1: That is, that is probably correct. Yeah. I, I am less confident in my ability to predict rookies being stars, and I'm going to go with uh, the proven asset in Hunter Renfro. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, we could talk about we could talk about this adorable guy all day. And anyways, <laughs> uh, I also have I also got Rashad Bateman in this, which goes a little bit against what I said earlier. But I think I just think he's going to end up being the guy that gets like every wide receiver target for that team. I think Cortland Sutton ends up being. Russell Wilson's guy. Um, I think the entire Chargers wide receiver room, because of how good Justin Herbert is, is pretty much on the come up. Um, and I really like Allen Robinson and Russell Gage. Okay, that's a that's a lot of players there, Paul. And yeah, we, we I had, decided had... I'm giving you everybody this time. <laughs> when, when, when we went to the first... The category. listeners appreciate it. <laughs> Went to the first category and I gave you my whole sheet. It's been downhill from there. We've got the people we've got the people for the next hour and a half. Like <laughs> <you're> the longest <laughs> episode you've gotten from us right now. Paul's drinking wine, he's rattling off names. Like, let's go. And they these are These are guys that are going to make or break your fantasy football champion status. So fucking listen up. And he's he's prepared these
1: like he's he he has his playbook. He's got his Andy Reid playbook over there, and I'm asking him to pull two. As the listener, I'm sure you love this. As somebody who's working on production of the episode, you know, we try to reel him back, but 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 I love it for the listeners. That's what it's all about. Over
0: here, drinking, throwing (laughs) pens and shit. It's awesome. You
1: know when you when you let out a lot of players like that, there's probably going to be a little overlap, and we've actually overlapped again. Paul Allen, which one? Allen Robinson yeah. has put up elite numbers on the Jaguars and the Bears, and you know, of course, they throw at the end of the games because they're losing. But the quarterbacks have not been there, and he's still consistently produced. Give this man Matt Af- uh, Matt Stafford and and Sean McVay. Yes, Cooper Cup, but Cooper Cup is probably going to be comfortable taking a lesser role with help from Allen Robinson. He already had this incredible season. Um, you know, defenses are going to be keen on him. I think Allen Robinson is just going to tear up quarter, cornerback yeah. twos and, and oh my
0: God. He, yeah.
1: He's going to feast and I wouldn't trade him for a first round pick because of his age, but I would easily trade for use a second round pick to trade for him. He's 28 though. Yeah. yeah I, I, so if, and especially if I'm looking to win a championship next two or three years, I there's I would give up a good amount for Allen Robinson and not not be worried about it. So I'll give you an extra one because we overlap so much. Hollywood Brown, love him on the Cardinals. Yeah, love him on the Cardinals. Ah, it's Ooh. all smoke. No, I. I eh, it's all smoke. I watched hey, him this get guy, open. going can be trash. I watched him get open <laughs> many times last year. Many many times. I think the drop problems are why he's as low as he is right now. If he makes those mm, he drop may, problems. If he catches those balls, that's you know two or three more touchdowns, and that's a, that's a lot of points. Uh, I say
0: the same thing about my golf game. If the hole <laughs> was where I hit
1: it. Over in the woods uh, uh would have scored lower. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna do better. His mind's gonna be right in Arizona <laughs> with Kyler Murray. He's used to him. I think it's a better situation. And uh I I would trade a back end first round pick for Hollywood too, the same way I would for Allen Robinson or Hunter Renfro.
0: Hollywood recently got traded in our league?
1: Uh he was traded I believe By you, maybe at one point. I know he's on Levine. I traded him at one
0: point. I thought he maybe got traded again. I
1: know he's on Levine's team right now because I was looking at trying to trade for him. But Uh, uh, our data flow analyst, Levine, is stingy with those trades. And uh, I didn't even put a package together because I just haven't been able to get get over on him. He knows what he's doing over there. Yeah. Shout out to our data flow analysis. I think he
0: just has a thing for... uh, under six foot wide receivers that play for the Cardinals. <laughs> he likes Rondell more too. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. So I don't, know, I don't
0: know how the height thing is factoring into the data. Maybe flow it's, equation, but it's
1: something that they over, like people, over. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't do math. That's why we have six foot him quarterback to six
0: <laughs> foot wide receiver. I'm sure it'll work out well for him.
1: I, I, I think so. I really, really uh, am excited to see what he can do. Yeah. Levine, if you're they, listening and you think that I'm wrong, uh, you know, I'll probably send lose that trade, but send yeah, him a trade offer. send me a trade offer, please, so yeah. that people can hear what he's I think people worth. sleeping
0: on DeAndre Hopkins, too. Like, I think he comes back and just re-eats re the target share for a little while.
1: He will. He will. Uh, but he's suspended, and, you know, he's, I mean, he's yeah, got some It won't
0: though. be, like, good for anybody. It's not going to be, like, good for Hopkins. I don't think he's, like, going to come through and win you a fantasy championship this year, but I think it will be enough to be bad for the other guys.
1: Yeah. And Kyler, I like Kyler to bounce back. So yeah.
0: Plus, I'm really high on the sleeper uh, dark horse guy there, Antoine Wesley.
1: Yes, he is. On, <laughs> you do own him on your roster. I saw that pick up. Uh, so, Kyler is not on my list of go with players. This time I had him last time, so I don't want to double up. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence with Dougie P. Um, he was a first overall pick in Superflex when he came out last year. Even in redraft leagues, he was creeping in, or sorry, even in uh, – Non-Superflex leagues, he was creeping into that first round. He did had you a,
0: switch to quarterback? Yes. I was paying attention.
1: <laughs> so, uh you know, we started talking about Kyler. Got me excited. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence. in Superflex, gladly, giving away a, yeah. a, a first-round pick.
0: He's on my list, too. Before you go more into that, I want to just say, you know, we did talk about, like, Burrow, when you mentioned Burrow. Yeah, And, yeah. like, you know, or, especially in a super flex league, but even, even not in a super flex league, if you just go to the list of like total fantasy points scored by quarterbacks last year and you, and you scroll through it, you'll kind of see where those tears break. Yep. And in that like 290 points to 350 points range, what you will typically see is guys, a few select few guys jump in, have that capability to jump into the top 10. I agree with you, Trevor Lawrence is one of those guys. Hmm. Um, and I think there's a couple other on, on, on there. But, yeah, anyway, I wanted to just mention that because if you're going to give a guy like that away for a haul, if you can manage to do that and get some picks and then get one of these guys that has that, you know, exactly ability. Now you're getting that, it, Paul. That's, that's what that's I'm talking how, about. Yeah, you know, That's how you win, right? So exactly. Yeah. Um, Anyway, sorry to interrupt. That was a wonderful, wonderful (laughs) interruption. Uh,
1: My second one is, I'm going back to Lamar. Um, He's had QB1 seasons. He's had a rough couple of seasons with some injuries and all all the stuff that goes on when you're not winning. You know, winning fixes everything. Um, Everything is all um, wonderful. When you're winning, when you're losing, every little confrontation, you know, just right. parental comment gets heightened, heightened, heightened. Let's not forget what he can do. If somebody's down on him and tired of him.
0: It's been a rough go for Lamar Jackson. It's been a rough
1: go, but we've, seen, last three seasons. we've seen quarterbacks come out of rough it's been goes. It's
0: decline, right? Because he was QB1, QB10, QB15. 100, yes. 100 point, pretty much, pretty much 495, which is like unheard of scoring for, that's, that's a QB1 number. Yeah, um, three ninety five, two eighty five. That's how it's gone. So he's been out. The trend needs to, it needs to be reversed. But All they I can see his per per game, you know, a- a- averages
1: over the past few years. It's gone down a little bit. But the total points, I agree, have gone down a lot. uh Bateman is electric. You had him on your help, right? On yep. your go with player. He's had fast receivers. But this is a possession receiver, you know, with Mark Andrews. Yeah. Their running backs are running. He likes that back. style. Yeah, he needs somebody he can just kind of, you know, get that quick out to and they haven't been there. Bateman is that. Okay. I'm not I'm not trading, you know, the village for Lamar at this point. But if somebody's down on him and they want to do a swap with me and give me some assets, um I'm looking I'm looking at that for sure.
0: Interesting. I am um, the guy that actually finished right behind Lamar Jackson last year quarterback numbers was Mac Jones. Mm. That might be somebody for me. That's somebody that's just you do like Mac. Gonna, gonna, he's gonna progress like a Billichek disciple (laughs) should progress.
1: He looks coachable. He absolutely (laughs) looks coachable. I think, I think that's it. Doesn't uh, look like he cares about. Players. I like
0: the other, I like the other, uh, you know, I like the, the way the numbers are going, the way the data is flowing on uh Mac Jones a little bit better than I do for Lamar Jackson, just with the up, upward progression there. And true. You know, I think you, you can count on them always having a running game and an offensive line around him. And you know, that, that there's going to be that Patriot culture implemented there. I think Bill is, he wants his right. He wants his ring too. Um, his badly, non, his non-Brady ring, right? I think he wants it real badly. Especially if the Brady and the Bucks are able to come back and and win one. Um, I, I I do think, <laughs> you know, Brady. That's another. That's an, Brady's an interesting quarterback to talk about. If you're trying to go win a championship this season, go with Brady. You know, he'll have he'll have a good year. Um, he'll put up top 10 QB numbers, I'm sure. Yes. But at the same time, if you're in any other position, like go see what you can get from somebody making a run. <coughs> Excuse me, because he's he is not going to be around much longer despite despite what keeps happening. It's wild. It is wild. I don't know what to do with Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other t- you know, two guys worth mentioning that I'm high on on QBs, Uh, are both guys on my roster and Justin Herbert and Russell Wilson. But, you know, Herbert had that pretty elite year last year, number two overall QB. I think he's just going to be an absolute stud going forward. He'll be in that top five. Top top three. Yeah, I mean, he'll be in the top three probably for the next at least three or four years. And I think that Russ probably has one or two Real good ones with him in the Broncos, you know, wants to go for that ring. Um, Totally on the same page with Trevor Lawrence. And then obviously, you know, Derek Carr and the Fresno State connection coming back. I think it's interesting to see how Derek Carr has kind of come into his own like recently.
1: Yeah. This late in his career to make this much of a jump is not something that you see all the time. So. Shout out to David Carr and shout out to all you dynasty owners who are lucky enough to own Justin Herbert in agreement. It's a <laughs> wonderful thing to uh to be as a Justin Herbert
0: quarterback owner.
1: Um
0: Davis Mills too. People kind of sleep on Davis Mills. I think he could be somebody that is like a decent backup to have. I would I would trade on his hype
1: right now. Like I I think yeah. he, I think he can do well, but I would probably trade would on on the, on the Mills hype. I don't think they're going to See it's funny cuz I've been trying to It's it's not working, no, yeah hey, I'm our, trying to acquire our league listens to the show it's a it's a disadvantage that you have, paul, That's I think right. they yeah, it's real they, dynasty life I think problems,
0: they, I think they call it a catch twenty two yeah, and Emmett Smith was number twenty two <laughs> and, and so, so you that, don't like, and it. so that thing sucks, <laughs> um anyway, we're what, what Smith are we, running backs time to go yeah, running well we got in the way of running backs while we're on the subject, uh Yeah, did I mention that I'd like to throw Zeke Elliott away? (laughs) I just wish they didn't have Tony Pollard because that's somebody I'm going to go with. Um, I think he can end up having a great year. Um, He looks great. He He does. He looks really, really really
1: good. Before I give my other ones, you want to go? Yeah, sure, I'll go. You can throw one out there. So, I talked about Lamar Jackson. Uh, I talked about how he's down. I talked about Mac Jones, how he's up in these running backs I'm looking to buy on that down stock. And two players mm. that I see on their down stock right now are Alvin Kamara and Antonio Gibson. Kamara has been the best, you know, fantasy asset long term that we've seen recently. And he has a six game suspension coming off um, you know, not his best. <sighs> But he's up there with McCaffrey. And if people are giving up these huge hauls for McCaffrey, but not considering for Kamara, when he hasn't had the same injury history that Christian McCaffrey has, I'm taking it. Um, especially if I'm trying to steal a championship this year. I see him as a player that you can acquire and steal a championship. If he, t- if he serves his suspension early in the year and comes back strong, uh, that value is incredible. And Antonio Gibson, everybody's super down on him because why? They drafted Brian Robinson, fifth-year senior out of Alabama who had a great O-line and just kind of a straightforward bruiser. I, I, I'm not scared about that. If anything, that tells to, me they're taking him out on those plays where there's injury risk, and they're putting in Brian Robinson to yeah, run straight forward.
0: I think it's funny. I think Levine said this. He'd be more worried about the dump truck. You know, J.D. McKissick is <laughs> J.D. Back, McKissick, man. that's my, he's my, gonna my take, dump truck. He's going to take all those dump-off passes. Yeah, so he's um, going to get
1: he's going to get some dump-off passes, but people are down on Gibson. I've seen all offseason people just being so mad about his situation. Go after those owners who are mad about it and yeah. get him for he's way still, under
0: value. He's still a Washington Redskin. This is what it is. Anyway, A.J. Dillon, I think, slowly but surely, you are going to see this man take over as an elite running back in the NFL as the RB1 for the Green Bay Packers, and he will, in the next one or two years, supplant Aaron Jones for that spot. Um, And I think a very similar situation might unfold in Chicago with Khalil Herbert. mm-hmm this is why you wait till the end of the episode. This is why you spend a <laughs> whole hour with my drunk ass <laughs> talking about fantasy football.
1: Yeah, I think David Montgomery is somebody who I would throw away at this point. Uh so I don't I'm I'm not mad at that Khalil Harb, Herbert go with call at all. For tight end, I'm sticking with the Bears. Comet. I hate saying it lot. I want to the- add
0: Kenny Gainwell as a notable to the running back sleeper pool as well
1: yeah paul's traditionally down on sanders we've talked about the eagles offensive line being number one in the league multiple times through this episode so whoever's behind that is going to do well and if yeah, sanders doesn't but, take take that backfield yeah. by a stronghold you but know, if you're David.
0: if you're going to go throw some you know if you can acquire some backup running backs with some later round picks khalil herbert kenny gainwell are, are a couple of good targets
1: absolutely aj
0: yeah. dylan might cost you a first at this point
1: but Ooh, a first-rounder. That's that's, maybe, that's high. Maybe. That's maybe high a second, with Aaron Jones there. Maybe a second. Aaron Jones under contract, too.
0: I know. He is. But, I mean, something's got to give because the talent <laughs> is, is off the charts. Yeah, Anyone. he's
1: he'll get worked in for sure.
0: Or traded. We'll figure
1: it out for <laughs> one or the other. So, I'm going to go with Komet out of Chicago for a go-with player. If if they're going to stick with Herbert long-term, long, t- long term, or sorry, they're going to stick with um, – Justin Fields long-term, he's already shown an affinity for Komet. He's only going to get better. His touchdown percentage was so low last year because they put Jimmy Graham in on all of the red zone plays. So Komet would basically get them down towards the red zone, and Jimmy Graham would get the touchdowns. Jimmy Graham's gone. Komet's touchdowns are going up. I love him as my tight end to make that leap this year. And, again, I'm going to go double down on Kyle Pitts. Um if you don't have him and and you know the, you don't realize how big he's gonna blow up right now. Go trade for him; he's worth it at that tight end position. Having a dominant tight end, top two, for the next ten years, invaluable, and especially in tight end premium leagues. You know, if whatever they're if they're willing to give him up, there's not a lot I wouldn't pay for him. You know, I probably wouldn't go three first, but you know. Two firsts and a second and another really good
0: tight end, folks. You're going to be with us for another hour (laughs) as we transition into part two of the episode where we have a trade negotiation. (laughs) You've got a lot of picks, sir. Do you have enough
1: picks for Mister Pitts? I would be curious to see. I would absolutely be curious to see.
0: uh, In our league, Paul has somewhere in the neighborhood of. 17. Um (laughs) no, I like I like your picks. Um I mentioned Andrews. I think that's real. I think a little bit of a of a sleeper is uh CJ Uzoma Mm. going over to the Jets now. I think just with where the Jets are as a team, that's a guy who can carry the locker room a little bit and it might result in some extra targets and things like that. Um I will also, you know, don't sleep on this rookie class of tight ends. People uh, are. You know. People uh, are, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I know there wasn't. I think Trey McBride, you know, there's tight end takes time to develop. So you got to be able to put the years in with guys like this. But um, the kid out of UCLA to Dolchich, there, there's some good ones. We're going to talk more about that later, but. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with this rookie class because there was a lot of, like, second, third-round guys who have a shot. Um, and where they went was really interesting. Um, anyways, is that all the positions? We did them. We did them all? We did them all. Oh, man, so that means we have to let the people go here? We we can't... Uh...
1: Sorry, Paul, you're cut
0: off. Oh, well, man. <laughs> That's... All right, well... We'll be back. I think the... Uh... I think the wine is gone too, so good time to go home. <laughs> That's a good time to go home. We appreciate y'all listening. We are uh over and out. We'll be back with you sooner than we were last time. And uh we're gonna get into some of this official real draft prep stuff. We're gonna try and convince Danny to uh Do a rebuild on one of these upcoming episodes too because that team is trash. We got to get that fixed.
1: Don't do it, Danny.